right, this is beer today, beer tomorrow, and we are here at Heartland Brewery at the Flatiron Hall location at 38 West 26th Street. Very excited to be here today, lots to celebrate. We've got a bunch of fantastic beers that we're going to be trying here. Um, this is our 21st podcast episode. We yeah. are officially legal. All right. <laughs> Drink to that. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to that. Uh, we just dropped a blog today, The History of the Pilsner. Check that out at www.beertodaybeertomorrow.com. And uh, Pete, how you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. This fucking place is amazing. Just check out the scenery. It looks great. Uh, the weather is beautiful. We're just chilling by the window right now. Got a nice little breeze behind me. Uh, about to drink some amazing beers. And uh, we have two very special guests here. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves. I'm Greg Bellina. I'm the um, director of brewing operations for the Heartland Brewery Group. So we're going to be going through a lot of my beers here today that are fresh out of tank. All right. And then we, we've got another special guest right over here to my right. All right. Hi, I'm Justin Myers, the brewmaster for Palaner NYC. I was told that there would be a lederhosen wearing party, so I uh, obviously had to make myself <laughs> present for that. And there is. You'll see the pictures. There's a lederhosen party right now. <laughs> Except for us. Well, we, we forgot ours. We need to bring it next yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know how I'd look in that, though. <laughs> I feel like you'd kill it. You'd I kill probably it. would, I think actually. Kill it. I'd kill most things. So. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, so gentlemen, tell us, what, what are we, we got a couple of beers in front of us. What are we drinking right now? Uh, the beers we got today uh, are featured at Polana right now, some new releases. They are the classic Vienna Lager, so this one has a twist. So this isn't your sweet, traditional Vienna Lager. This has got about 6% alcohol, so there's some heat to it. But uh, in order to round out the caramels without, you know, sacrificing the flavor or throwing a bunch of hops at it and making it more bitter, I used uh, some leftover smoke malt I had from the beer that you're having next to it. And I uh, was like, well, let's, what's the worst that can happen? You have a little smoky beer, you know? No, this is great. Nothing wrong with that. These are tasty. So, uh, and and for everybody else. nice. The balance is on point. Uh, and it's a fun, nice beer that uh, won't get you too out of control. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. My and for brother over here is the uh, Smoky Bowery, we call it. It is a Rauch Schwarz beer. So it is about ah, 30% uh, Bayerman Beechwood smoke malt. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest is just, think of it as like a black pilsner, right? So nice. I want that robust smokiness without a lot of uh, tannin, without a lot of like astringency from the dark malt. Yep. So more of like this nice smoky pilsner. So are these typically, are these some of your, your favorite styles of beer to brew? Uh, well, you know, with Palaner, we do strictly follow Reinheitsgebot, the German beer purity law. Yep. So I'm not going to throw a bunch of fruit and vegetables and things to make my beer interesting. It's what can I do using a thousand years of brew history and technique wow. and these German ingredients to make it more fun, right. to make it more engaging. And, you know, using heating techniques and science to uh, unlock some flavors and things uh, without having That's to That's very resort. interesting. Excellent. Okay. If it ain't broke, you know, you don't got to fix it. fix it. Exactly. Follow that. Oh, yeah. To a tea. Absolutely. I do not follow the Reinheitsgebot. <laughs> Blasphemy. Well, as you know, we just had um, an apricot cascale. Yes. That we actually made the apricot puree ourselves. Really? Okay. And then I dry hopped it with loads of galaxy. So that's beautiful. That's the opposite of what this guy over here is doing. <laughs> yeah, and we actually just had that before we came on the air. I mean, th that was not only delicious, but sneaky. You, yeah. You could not tell that, that, that was 9.5%. No way. No way. I'm already no way. feeling like I had four beers and I've had one and a half, so... Uh, <laughs> It's, it's a little dangerous. And Thank we have a long way a to go, we guys. Long, so We're just getting started. So let's take it easy, okay? We're turning 21 tonight. We right, got we, we to fucking go out and Dude, go When crazy. I turned 21, I don't remember, I think, after a half hour of when people showed up, and then I spent the rest of the night in the bathroom. I think the universal memory for everyone at 21 is yeah. throwing up in a nightclub yeah. bathroom. Mine, yeah. was, mine was similar. Do you guys know something <laughs> called Old Crow, old crow Whiskey? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, I took Old Crow Whiskey to prom. <laughs> 
That's, uh, that's Midwest boy right there for you. Right out of St. Louis, shit. Missouri. Old we keep it very classic. Whiskey. Absolutely. Classic and classy. Like a $4 I don't think, bottle of whiskey, right? Thank God I found beer. <laughs> <laughs> thank God I found beer. I don't think we could talk about our prom on air. No, I think <laughs> that, that was a little... Uh, Maybe we'll get into it later in the show. After a few more. After a few more. So, so why, don't, why don't you tell me a little bit, you know, your, your brewing history. We got into a little bit before we got on the show, but let the viewers know, you know, how you got into brewing and, and where you kind of apply your trade and what, you know, the cool things you're working on now. I graduated college in uh, Missouri, uh, moved directly to New York City and did the whole corporate life for eight years and burned out. Like, I called uh, this thing, hobby we had, uh, cooking, like, gourmet food at home and home brewing. Like making your friends eat your good food and drink your shitty homebrew beer. <laughs> it was mental health cooking, like to get away from the stress of the job. Right. I'm like, what am I doing to myself? This is awful. Like I make money, but I don't make any kind of like real tangible thing. I right. I want to do this, and instead of making shitty beer and forcing it on my friends, let's learn how to actually make good beer and uh, like let the passion fly. So I actually started as an intern at Polaner NYC under their original brewmaster Andreas Heinderich, and uh, he taught me everything he knew and. Uh, then I went broke because you can't work as an unpaid intern in New York for several months. Yeah, that might hurt. Without parent money, Truth right? Be told. Yeah. Truth be told, right? So I that back rent's to, a uh, bitch. Yeah, rent is evil. I moved back to St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, there's 63 breweries. Nice. Uh, I said, I, there's, you've got to be able to get something out there. So right. I worked my way up scrubbing floors at breweries, uh, cleaning tanks, cleaning kegs, and uh, every once in a while I get to make a beer and pay your dues. Pay your dues and uh, awesome. earn it. You've got to start somewhere, right? That's, That's the way it has to happen. Yeah, it's got to happen. Uh, the Apprentice. Uh, you know, the, the brewmaster and the apprentice, it's how it has to go. You could go to all the brew schools in the world, and uh, if you don't have that practical application and technique, learn from other people. Nice, nice. So, Greg, I know this is your uh, this is your second time appearing on the show. Absolutely. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're at Pleasure the uh, Spring Craft Beer Festival. Glad to have you. Glad that you, you guys are having us here. Hey, I'm glad it's not fucking 10 degrees yeah. again. Yeah. That, that was terrible. That, that was ridiculous. Did a winter show here? That it, was ridiculous. What, what, what was that, like March? I was frozen. It, 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 was, it was all <laughs> the... all Belmont, the right? Yeah, it was yeah. at Belmont, and all the... We were, we were seated where all the open doors were that led to the racetrack and it was an unseasonably cold day Jeez. and we, we were like shivering doing this podcast um, but you know good things came out of it we met Greg and here we are I was going to say that before I hated mostly every second of that podcast <laughs> until we had you on do you remember that horse's ass that kept coming in oh shit that, yeah. guy, that guy that came up and sat down and he was just running his mouth about wasn't nothing wasn't he with that he was trying to speak German and he said oh, some and stupid shit he said some shit. stupid thing he was talking a whole lot of nonsense and he said he was a paramedic and that just yeah. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm just what like, safe we're, hands we're, we're in, right? We're, yeah, we're all doomed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his girlfriend was trying to lead him away. He's like stumbling. Yeah, it's not not a not a uh, not a good thing if that guy picks you up if you ever need oh, help. Oh yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Best thing to come out of that was meeting you, and you know, it took a little while, but we we're here. Yeah, yeah we got you here. Yeah, absolutely. I made sure we got you here when we had some beers coming straight out of tank. So we got some super fresh beers for you oh, later. Man. I'm oh, excited. I, I don't know about you. I, I'm very, well, very you must excited. Be. This, this is right up your alley, right? Oh, this this is right up my alley. This is how, um, you know, my my earliest experiences with beer was a lot of these different t styles of German beer. That that's really how I got into it. And then from there, my appreciation grew. I got into Belgium, and then from Belgium, I, I, and then the whole craft beer scene started happening. So. German beer was my real introduction. I mean, growing up here, you know, when we were younger, we used to drink a lot of shit until yeah. we, um, you know. What? You don't think Old English was good? Well, I balanced shit whoa, whoa, whoa. with quality. We all grab an Old E from time to time. <laughs> from time to time, you got to grab an Old E. 
But, um... Oh, my God, old Diego. I grew up on the finer things. Uh, <laughs> Milwaukee's best light. Oh, yeah. And bush light that was in my beast. dad's cooler. We used to go to Beast. We drank Beast because it's the only thing you could steal from your old man, right? <laughs> I always thought to myself, if that's Milwaukee's best... I don't want to see This is going to be the phrase tonight. We're all fucked. <laughs> We're all fucked, yeah. We're all fucked. Milwaukee's best. <laughs> Either that or there's a huge opportunity waiting for us in Milwaukee. Yeah, right. right? I, I think it's time to relocate. I bet you rent's much cheaper. Probably in Milwaukee. Probably. But, uh, Greg, why, why don't you tell us one more time. Tell us how you got into the whole brewing scene and what kind of, you know, what, what, what passion motivated you to get into this whole scene? Beer. Beer. <laughs> I love beer. I moved, I moved here from Munich in 2012. And the last stint I was there, I was there for six years. And... I was completely immersed in the beer garden culture. A lot of my friends worked for the big breweries there. And when I came over here, it was something I missed immediately. And um, Good German beer. Good German beer. Not uh, rice yeah, <laughs> and right? corn syrup. And we say that German because beer. all these beers like Anheuser-Busch, all these, these guys are just using rice all the time. Yeah. It's one of their it's main cheap, malted It's dry. It's, really? Yeah, absolutely. That's why it's as The yeast gobble it up. It's a uh, science beer. Mad science. That's mad why evil science. mad science That's beer. why they sell them for a dollar yeah. at the store. And then um, I got in with the Heartland Brewery Group and I started just doing basic work with the company. Um, moved on to the, the brew rep. And then my homebrew skills finally paid off after time where I started learning how to work around the brewery like this gentleman here. Shoveling malt, spent malt out. You, you remember that oh stuff, right? God. Well, you still do it every day. Still do it every day. It's still, <laughs> unfortunately, a one-man show at the brewery. So, uh. <laughs> and um, eventually, after five years, I'm now director of brewing operations for the whole group. And um, wow. right now, I'm, I focus mostly on putting together the ingredient profile I, I want, the recipes I want, and then um, I work with some great brewers as well who take the more math science part to it and um, really say, all right, if you want these profiles, you want this taste, I'm going to I'm gonna move it around and make it happen this way. So it's it's teamwork. Like, I feel for Jeremy over here because he's a one-man show, but um, massive brewing like, like we're a part of at the Heartland Brewery Group, we're doing 10,000 kegs a year. Nice. You cannot do this type of production without having a solid team that works very closely together. Yeah. You know, it's, I can't take credit for everything. Nobody can take credit for everything. Sure. All I can do is hope you love the flavor profiles that you're drinking out of, and hopefully it comes great out of tank because, like I told you guys earlier, the minimum we can make is 50 brewer barrels, which is roughly 90 kegs. Wow. It's not a lot of room to fuck up. No, yeah. not, not much. <laughs> so I mean, experimental batch a day has to be uh, a very pensive one. Gen generally, <laughs> generally the experimental batch days are on my um, on my kitchen stove. <laughs> do you still do you still brew at home at all? All the time. Do you really? Absolutely. I go over to um. There's a spot. I don't know if you guys have ever been there in Brooklyn in Prospect Heights, right around that area. It's called Bitter and Esters. Yes. Uh, what a great place. Good it people. is amazing. The guys who own it are just fantastic. Extremely knowledgeable. Extremely knowledgeable guys. They carry a, a great variety of products. And I pick up all my home brewing supplies there, and then I, I go to work at home. But also, um, you know, to give them a little shout-out, 
they do once a month a uh, craft brewer get together where everybody gets to bring their beers, try it with everybody, That's right? Take good notes. What is that? The first Wednesday of every month? It is, and yeah, I got to be honest. Great. There's a lot of times I take the stuff that I'm producing here because they're going to give me legit feedback. They're going right. to be like, you know what? This malt is too much. This is too much. Great feedback from these guys. So I actually go there and I, I bring the hey, stuff. It's like a focus group. Here I'm making this at home. It's like a focus group right there. Well, you necessary. get your feedback, you know? It's very necessary. You get feedback for people who know what they're talking about. Right. Absolutely. It's your own uh, mental health cooking night, except you're not throwing shitty beer at people. Of course you didn't want them. The people you love. <laughs> That's right. You have to remember, though, as a brewer, like you have to think of those good old days where you were just, you had a very limited knowledge and a limited experience and limited tools. I mean, we're New Yorkers. Like, right. look at our kitchens. Look how small. I mean, like, what kind of uh, consistency are you really going to be working with? How long do you think it took you guys just from home brewing to kind of get it down, just get down the science, the basics? Oh, I, I had made so many bad batches. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like when you're so stoked, you're like, oh, it's ready, it's ready. And oh, shit, it wasn't ready. <laughs> and you look back at all the little things you were doing, you're like, oh, God, what, what was I thinking? Well, now, you had, when you had you no do wisdom. It, you guys taking notes as you do it? Of course. You have to, right? Because you, know, you got to figure out if there is a problem, you gotta you got to be able to put your finger on it. Right. What right. happened and where. And so it's like any other craft. It's a long process. I'll tell you, you know, what. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, it's all good. You, the you most uh, effective help that I think developing your, your separation from home brewer to professional brewer was one year at a derelict. I have to plug my old brewery in St. Louis, Ferguson Brewery. Okay. They bought this brewery off eBay from a failed brewery. Wow. It was a failed brewery in Fort Collins, Colorado. They bought eBay. this whole brewery. Lock, stock, and barrel, and they wheeled it over on trucks. And like, this is a 20-year-old brew house. So every day we'd have a new mechanical issue, mechanical problem. The best way to learn how to be an experienced brewer is have your things be destroyed on you, break on you during brewing production. How do you act? How do you fix this? How do you recover? Right. What a no better way to learn how to make great beer when you're doing it under the gun. Yeah, you learn a lot of shit when you gotta, you know, when you're under the gun, you gotta really just make those real-time decisions absolutely and you know it, it's also kind of tough and I know Jeremy over here gets this because we're responsible for all of it <laughs> and if somebody's drinking a beer they don't like they, they look, will tell everyone online yes. how much they hate you and your beer oh. <laughs> and then not just that within the company you know everybody looks right to you so that's the difference between me and the other guys I work with is their heads aren't on the chopping block yeah right, right. it's mine right. <laughs> that's that's a big difference so if, if the production isn't what we want it to be, if it didn't come out, like if it's it's not like those homebrew batches that I can just toss. It's like, oh shit. Or feed it to your uncle that drinks A B products, you know? <laughs> <Right>? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there's a lot on the line with every single batch, every single brew. I mean, there's a lot of accountability there. I mean and it's true, you, you get people when they don't like the beer, they'll 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 spread the word. But but I also feel like in the beer community, when someone likes the beer, they'll tell their their other knowledgeable beer friends and, and they'll tell them, look. These guys are making some pretty good brews, you know. This is a place you want to go and drink. I mean, that's what we do. It's anyway. a great community, uh, the, the craft beer community in any state here in this fine country. Yeah. I mean, you've got your enclaves, and we call them beer nerds, but, man, that's that's driving this movement. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, absolutely. We, we call them beer goons, but the beer same thing. <laughs> I prefer beer goons. I prefer beer goons. Beer goons, that's, that's what we call them. Hey. Beer minions, I love it. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers gentlemen. Beer goons. Cheers to the beer goons. And i got, I got to tell you something. This, this route beer is... Pretty damn good. Thank you, my friend. Getting I, it, uh, I'm not used to using Weirman's, uh Rauk malt. 
so this one was an experiment on. I didn't want to go too crazy. We had a version of this uh, before. It was wonderful. It was made by my mentor, but it was a very German one, so it was so smoky that I felt like I was licking the, the barbecue. <laughs> so I, I typically don't like it that strong. I like right. it a little more. I'm a, you know, a delicate American, right? Oh, <laughs> so I wanted to be, oh, okay, how do we make this a little more, have that essence without right. such aggression? I want to drink ten of these, not two. Right, 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 right. Well, also, you're also catering to the masses, too. I don't think a lot of people want to drink something exactly that, it. that smoky. It's like, have you guys ever had um, Schlenkeller um, Rauchbier? It's the original Rauchbier from um, Bamberg, Germany. I, I believe the bottle, huh? like the logo on the bottle looks like some old, like, like um, Christian scroll from Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, it looks like some sort of Masonic... You know no. what? It actually kind of it sounds familiar. I've had a lot of Ralph. I don't know if I've had that one. Maybe if I see, uh, maybe if I see a picture. You're about to. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Love the internet, huh? I yes, love, yeah, that's right? the one. <laughs> yes, I have. This is as classic as oh, it gets. Wow. Yes. So they, they were the first brewery in the world to ever smoke their malted barley. First guys opening the doors for people like Jeremy. You gotta hand right. it to, to those innovative Germans. You gotta yeah. hand it. I gotta be honest, I, I haven't messed around with any uh, smoked beer yet. Oh, I love it. One of my, I think, besides free is my favorite beer. <laughs> it's uh, the good Schwarzbrockmal uh, kind of beer. I had these guys from uh, at a beer festival in St. Louis. They're from Indiana, and they passed me a bottle of their little like to keep them going while they're pouring for people. And it was so good. And I've always wanted to make something like that. So. That's nice. That's it's awesome, man. I actually haven't gotten to that one yet, so give me one second. <laughs> <laughs> this was so good, I can't stop drinking I keep this. going back and forth. I yeah, know, I my, know. My, I'm just keeping my palate on its toes, you know what Nothing I mean? Nothing like double fisting. Nothing oh, like man. double fisting. But I, this, we're going to take it easy tonight, though. Yeah, that, sure that, we That's are. what we said before. Oh, yeah. Everybody who turns 21 takes it easy, right? When do we ever take it easy, though? No, I'm just excited. I, you know, it's, it, this is our 21st... Uh, podcast. It's a German theme, German style, sort well, we, of we, American take. We already on the had a, a Belgian uh, podcast when we, we did, did when we did the monk in uh, Richmond, Queens. Yeah, yeah right. We now have. we're we're gonna go German. Well, this is a good thing because right now I, we just um, came out with the New York City original series, and we're focusing on as I talked about in the last podcast, all the breweries in New York City from the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, which just happened to be German. Because the mass German immigration at the time, you know, we're talking millions of people, and they brought lagering technique. So it just happens to be a lot of the beers that we're coming out with right now are still German style. But unfortunately for you guys, you 21-year-olds, <laughs> the, the first one we're going to try, there's only one way to drink it, and it has uh -oh. to be out of what we call a mas. A mas. Uh -oh. A mas is what one Americans liter. call a stein. Yes. Uh -oh. Yes, I love it. That's and a big boy. You know what we're talking and, about right yeah, now? Yeah, I gotta be honest, it's, it's the only way to do it. If you hey, don't I do it that complain. way, you're literally pissing on a grave. The only better way is also to have one. The only better way is to have the half a chicken and french fries with right? that box. Oh, yeah. That's oh, the only other way. I do have to be honest, last October fest. With the curry ketchup. I had, curry vest. I had seven of these moss, so seven liters. Jesus Christ. And an entire chicken. <laughs> sounds like a fucking no good joke. time. That, it was amazing. Oh that my god! Hey, my wife is still with me. <laughs> she's a By good woman. By the grace of God and miracles. She's she's a good woman. That after being all said, that. she had four liters. So. Oh, nice. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. She's no amateur. No. No. That's fantastic. Well, now that you mention it, I think this is the most German of the 
New York City Brewers right here. This is yeah. in, the, in the wood. Well, everybody else, they're just making IPAs and stouts. Right. That's just how it is. That's, that's the, and, and now, and Sours, too, is another popular beer. And I can't knock them at all, either, because there's a few breweries out there, like KCBC. Oh, that, yeah. They, yeah. Holy yep. shit, those guys are just killing it. We're talking about they some are. of the, the best Gozas, some of the best IPAs I'm, I'm getting. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of good breweries out there, even uh, Interboro. I mean, they do some really nice things. Shout I'm, out to Interboro. I'm happy you brought up Interboro, because, so I'm doing something every month where... I'm bringing somebody from the New York City Brewers Guild, and I'm putting them on draft here. Nice. Very oh, and yes. right now, I just tapped at our location, Interboro's Session IPA. Great. And nice. I got to tell you guys, it's spectacular. Yeah. Shout out to flavor, Jesse. Yeah. That flavor profile is killer. It's nice. It's light, but it gives you everything you want. And that beautiful fruit hoppiness. Without the getting yes. too wasted and ending up in Coney Island instead of Queens? Yes. Is that their, <laughs> is that their halftime? The session? No, it was this. What was their session? It's halftime. It, it is, is halftime, half right? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, it is halftime. But That's here, here we don't call it halftime. We just have it down as, you know, session, session IPA. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Now, they, they, they're doing a lot of good things over there. I mean, they have they have a nice balance, and then they also got the... Uh, they got those gin and tonic cans too. They, you know, they're doing the the liquor distillery too. I love my gin. Uh, I like I like what those guys are doing over there. I just got a G and T Goza. Really? I heard, I heard, heard of about I heard about that. I, I actually, never had yeah, it. Yeah. I've heard of it and never it's had it. It's sitting in my fridge. I haven't popped it yet. But oh shit! I, I just I just picked it up earlier this week. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I love that. I, I love the diversity in beer. I mean, I got a soft spot for the German styles, but I just love that. I mean, you, you can. You, there's just vastly different styles of beer that can cater to literally anybody's palate. And I think for, I mean, craft craft beer and different styles are getting more and more popular. But I feel like for the masses, for the people that don't drink it, it's just it just comes down to exposure. If the, if you have the opportunity to try these types of beers, you're just gonna automatically fall in love. You're gonna find the style that suits your palate, I and think, you're gonna enjoy it. I think a lot of people are just scared. You gotta get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as you do that, absolutely. you'll find nothing but good people who are here to educate you, you know, and share their. Craft. I've known him since we're 15 years old. Well, yeah, since we're yeah. 20 years, I've known you. What more, the more, fuck? I was gonna. That's not, no, it's not. <laughs> oh you guys are only Quit 21. Quit aging yourself. <laughs> Come on now. It's make me feel old we too. We were babies. We're babies. No, but, drinking. You know, back then I really wasn't trying like anything like years. that. <laughs> I wasn't trying anything crazy, and then he started kind of bringing a couple things around. You know, it oh, took yeah. me a while. I, I used to spend summers in, in Germany in my aunt and uncle's house. And I was a little kid, and they had a bar in the basement with, with, with three functioning taps that were always stocked. So I had, like, like continuous outlets to beer, and that was, like, my some of my earliest beer experiences. Those are people that understand life. They understand. Yeah. <laughs> and how to live it properly. Yes, <laughs> they do. When you have flowing well, taps God. in your basement. But, you know, it took a little while for me to open up, and then once I did... You know, I think mostly IPAs kind of like brought it together at first and then, because that's what was everywhere. Everywhere you went, IPA here, IPA there. I got a single hop IPA here. It's it's not part of the show that we were talking about, but if you want to try that later, you're more than welcome. You know, we can do things off the air. It's yeah. all right. But, you know, <laughs> there's always room. After always a while, room. you know, I started finding, you know, like barley wines I fell in love with. Absolutely. It, you know, like a couple of styles here and there too, but you know, it barley wines can get dangerous though. They're oh, can yeah. get they're always dangerous. <laughs> yeah. They're never not. Well, you, you're you're a big barley wine fan. Yeah, look at my criminal record. Yeah, there no, you no. go. <laughs> I, I'm a, I love them. I love them, but they do. You know, when you're hitting like fucking double digit percentage, you're asking for trouble. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Oh, this it's gentleman true. here. 
Oh, we got another we special just, guest we on we the show? We just had another, uh, another brew guy walk in. No, this is, no, who's this? And he has a Nelson. Mets fan on. Is, and he's a Mets fan. Let's go Mets. This is the proprietor of uh, Queens Brewery right here. No shit. No shit. No What's shit. going on? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Hey, we're Queens guys. Well, you know, so got to show that Queens love. Bring Queens back. There you I go. I hope you saw my Mets hat too before I got. I did see your Mets hat. Yes, I saw your Mets hat. Yes. <laughs> Last time I saw this guy, we went to McDonald's at 4 a.m. at Union Square. Excellent. Oh shit. Excellent. <laughs> One of those nights. Tough I those see. Nights. Yeah. It must be said, it's a tough season for the Mets, but let's go yeah. Mets regardless. Listen, and we started playing a little bit better, and then two oh, guys oh, went down Harvey's last night. Fucked. Harvey was like throwing five miles an hour. It was the lowest, the, the lowest velocity of He's his career. Thrown, right, and then Neil Walker tore his hamstring on a, on a, a base hit. Just but not working this year. Listen, I still have faith. Hey you got to believe. I'm gonna I'm gonna run downstairs to the cooler and I'm gonna pick up some of that Augustina, the special stuff that oh, I had yes. delivered from oh, Munich. Oh my goodness. We're, we're gonna try that, and while I'm gone, um, this guy's gonna sit in my in my stead. Oh, that's perfect. Bring him on. A massive bearded mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's still a good combination somewhere. Apparently. It works. Not knocking Queens or anything, guys. No. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we'll turn everything off right now. Nah, we we, we really want. Really really Beer's flowing. We're not going anywhere. That's all we need. Have a Sir, seat. Sir, have a seat. Yeah, there you go. Why not? How you doing? Introduce yourself to the audience. What's up, guys? My name is Nelson. I'm the owner and proprietor of Queens Brewery. All right. All How's right. it going? I have a question for you. Going yeah. good. Why are yeah. you guys not in Queens? What do you mean? Queens Brewery? Did you guys? Did they move somewhere else? Yeah. You guys don't. You don't have a uh, a brew house in Queens, right? Do you? Um, we actually have one in Ridgewood. We're opening up right now. Oh, you're oh when, when is that now? opening? Any day. We actually just got uh, yesterday. We got our brewers notice. Yes. Yeah. Congrats. Congratulations. Week before we got a conditional approval from the SLA, and so it looks like everything's going to go through in the next Very couple good. weeks. Awesome. Excellent, Excellent, man. We're glad yeah, to we, hear that. We always liked it, and then we were like, but they're not here. Yeah. We actually bought, we, um, we got our brew house from John Bluestein. All right. Oh, no we're way. in Ridgewood, by the way. You know where Bushwick is? I live down the block. Yeah. Yeah, we're Very, like we're very well the, acquainted. We're on the dividing line just south of Wyckoff and okay. Covert Street. It's the Halsey stop of the L. So you're literally like right on that little border of it. Dude, it's literally the fucking the whole thing is the border of the two boroughs. Right. What are they, didn't they used to call that Bushburg or something like that? Some bullshit. I don't some know. Some shit. <laughs> yeah, some bullshit name. I called it Ridgewick and Bushwood the other day. <laughs> there you go. And then someone called me Bushwood, out. Bushwood. I like that. Bushwood. They're like, that's bullshit. Pick one. I was like, okay, well. I don't make the rules. Whatever. I guess we'll be from Queens for now. You know? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely excited to hear that. I mean, we've been drinking your guys' beers for a while now. But, yeah, now that you're finally going to have a place, a physical place in Queens, that's great to hear. We love that. Dude. Come out. It's going to be Party Central. Yeah, I'm man. I'm going to get both of you guys fucked up. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, listen. It, ta it takes a lot, but I it mean, takes a lot. Try. Listen, you want to do a show there, we'll come there. We'll drink what you got to have. But no problem. Let's do it. You want to talk about any beers you have? Um, not yet. <laughs> no, okay. No comment. So, but but um, just one more time. Around when do you think it'll be open? Like, like for the summer? So legally, we're going to be able to open our doors like via the SLA and the TTB in the next week or so. Right. Wow. However, 
there's still a bunch of construction shit I have to take care of. Of course, yeah. Um, one being like functional bathrooms for people to piss and shit in. Yeah, okay, those would be nice. I, to I guess. I mean, they can't go outside, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, they could. It is Bushwick it down is the block. Bush. <laughs> in fact, there's a homeless tribe of um, I don't know this guy and his. It's it's really bad. They like live in the mini storage across from the brewery. No. And dude, the guy walked straight up to like my front window, whipped his dick out, and started pissing right on the sidewalk, <laughs> like broad daylight. New York City, baby. New York City. That's it. I'm sorry, but that is that is hilarious. I even took a picture. Of it. Did you really? <laughs> nice. We need a picture of this picture. Prove it. We need a picture of the picture. There you go. You need to put that picture outside. Pete, you, say, Pete, you look and you tell me if it's IG property. worthy. I'll, I'll tell you if it's, if it's Darwin esque or. Uh, Darwin esque. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I, I had somebody the other day say. Tiny. I had someone the other day call somebody micro pee pee, and I was like, you know my friend Darwin? <laughs> that was terrible. That's, That's a horrible. Joke. I've never seen it in person, just in pictures. This is my front door. This is him with his dick Holy out. Holy shit. Oh, wow. He really is. And that oh. is a photo of a man with his dick out. He looks like Santa Claus on hard times. <laughs> yeah. And if you go over a, a click, there's our, our espresso machine. Oh, God. Okay. So he's pissing on our coffee window. Right. <laughs> Excellent. Very nice, though. Very nice. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, zoom in. Zoom. There you go. No, no, no. We're good from there. He looks like, like yeah, if, no. if Santa was introduced to meth. <laughs> So, here at the Heartland Brewery, we're having a great time. We're having a great time at Heartland Brewery. It's, it's uh, the Flatiron location. We got several locations for Heartland Brewery. And uh, while while we're digressing, uh, yeah. a couple of uh, uh, it, it, you know little tidbits information. So, Heartland Brewery opened New York's first American-style brew pub on in Union Square in 1995. Okay. And a brewers at Heartland assemble a variety of distinctly American ingredients to create Heartland's beer recipes. And Heartland's beer tastes different than beers from Germany and Britain because they're made from indigenous ingredients such as Wisconsin malt, hops from Washington and Oregon, and American yeast. Heartland's Farmer John's Oatmeal Stout won a bronze medal at the prestigious annual Great American Beer Fest in Colorado in 95 and a gold medal in 97. Wow. And uh, Heartland was named the best brew pub by New York Magazine in 1996 and 1997. Since then, they've grown into the largest group of brew pubs in the East Coast region. Wow. And we're here drinking this shit right now. Jesus Christ. Whoever would have thought Heartland Brewery, honestly, bro, back in the day, like I remember going to the one under the uh, the Empire State Building, and that was kind of like one of my first first real like big exposure to uh Yeah, to that was one beer. of the real first craft breweries we went to, like way back in right. the like, like you know, they, for us. Remember back they had in the, the day. they had the tanks like to the left of the bar. Right by Union Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We used to hang out over there. And no, they had no, no, Buffalo no. Burgers. No, that, that was the one under the um the Empire State Building on 33rd, 34th. I used to go to the one with John Williams when I when we used to go to when I used to go to uh, New York Film Academy. There was the one on Union Square. They had the big tanks to go back there. Yeah. But that was like one of my first like, you know, experiences at like a craft brewery and you know, and it, it was, you know, there was no big hey, names behind it. It was just Heartland Brewery, and, like, I always thought it was just kind of like, you know, whatever they got able, you know, they produced and, you know, just But they, they had unique and different styles, and, and I, I liked it. I liked it. would have never thought we were doing a podcast. And here we location. are, years later, yeah. we're doing a podcast. So. I, honestly, so he's bringing out, so Greg's going to be bringing out a Helles. Okay. And, uh, you know, Helles, or Hell, it's a traditional German pale lager beer. Produced chiefly in the southern Germany uh, region, particularly Munich, Munich, of course. And Helles is German for bright. So uh, a little bit of background, a little bit of uh, uh, beer knowledge for you. 
when the golden and clean lagers of Pilsen became all the rage in the mid-1800s, Munich brewers, they, they, they got shook. And they were, they were like, okay, we're drinking these Czech beers. I mean, it was Bohemia, which was technically under the Austrian Empire at the time. But it's modern-day Pilsen is modern-day Czech Republic. And Pilsen is, is the town where Pilsners were originated from. And Pilsners were revolutionary beer because they completely changed the way people thought about and consumed beer. But Munich Helles Lager was one of the answers of that demand because it's a little bit more malty and it shares the same spicy hop characters as the Czech Pils. A little bit more subdued and it's a little bit more in balance with the malts, typically. Typically. They tend to be full-bodied, malt-forward profile, and uh, at times they can be perceived as a little bit bready. And uh, they usually possess a light sweetness with a bit of a hop kick. So I'm excited to try this. Yeah, I can't wait. This is, this. Uh, I believe he said he was bringing it, it was straight from, his sister sent it from Germany. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hyped for that. All right. Uh, and uh, we're bidding goodbye Farewell to our homies to, uh, over Queen's here. Brewery. Are you leaving? You're not leaving us yet, are you? No, I'm He's joining up. Oh, what the hell? What are you waiting for? He's here for the long run, My hello, five. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So I'm excited. I don't know where. I think Greg got lost. He's right way. over here. He's just. He's just chatting he's up. He's popping up on the uh, Augustiner. Oh, look at this. Oh, what is this? Shit, the Augustiner. Oh, Actually, both of these beers you can't get outside of Munich. Forget it. Never. Let me uh, give you some. Uh, as a German brewer, I go to Munich every year and train. Train. Yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. My boss. I bet. My boss, the man I report to, is the brewmaster for the original Palaner Brew Pub in Munich. 1989, they started these concepts. Um, so when I go there, we brew. Uh, I drink Palaner all day. I make Palaner all day. But by night, we go and we uh, slam as many Augustiners as we can. Oh, uh, that's awesome. It's, they do not uh, export outside of Munich. You'll never get it in America. Uh, this wow. is the gem of Bavaria. Wow. And here I'm we are. Very excited. About to drink it. That's beautiful. Y'all missed out. This German oh, man just opened a German beer with a German beer. Oh, shit. I can open a beer with just about anything. Wow. Yeah? Not even joking. Feats of strength. I've Fuck. used a newspaper before. I've used a no. paperback book before. Yeah, I, wait, wait. I a it. newspaper to open a beer? I have used a newspaper to open a beer. I think we need to go get the it's, Daily that's, News. That's rolled it up. I had to roll it up and fold it. German ingenuity at yeah. its finest. <laughs> Right, this did come off of an airplane, and um, I don't know how many times it's been warm and cold and warm and cold He's and warm. Apologize and cold. if you haven't even drank. It's it. fine. No apologies needed. This is generally my favorite lager beer in the world. Now this is the Helles Volbier, correct? Yes, Augustina Helles. That is Ger Germany in a glass. Prost. 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 That is delightful. Oh, that is nice. That is nice. That is so smooth. Wow. Wow. I mean, German beers, like lagers like this, it's, they all do decoction mashing, which is an essential part of Bavarian beer, where you're boiling the mash okay. and recombining it to raise the temperature, and it just gives it so much flavor, like the fingerprint of a beer that has been decocted. Wow. Uh, that Vienna lager I have, actually, that I said you were there, I actually did two decoctions. So I separated and boiled and recombined twice to raise the overall temperatures, which just gives you this rich, uh, clean... I just... It's art. It's I, art. I love, I love the science. No, it's a thousand years of technique. I love the science behind brewing beer. It's, it's like science meets art. I mean, right. it's definitely technique. The Germans have it down. I mean, they have it down. Right. I mean, but, you know, you can have a certain mathematical equation to make it, but tweak it in your own little way at, at any stage in the process. 
to make it unique and make it your I own. I never make the same recipe or same beer. You're always taking notes and improving. Like, it's always a moving target as it should be. Absolutely. Anything new that you're working on now? Anything special? I have a, I have a Kölsch in the tank right now. Okay. I'm going to make a... So I've decided we, uh, we always have a, a pale ale. Right, for the American palate. Right. We can't just be a German brewery uh, and ignore that we are in America with the American taste profile. So we're always going to have a hoppy beer. Uh, I'm making small batch IPAs in pale ales, uh, and it's going to change every month. And they're all going to get some random weird German name. I had the Hans last month. This month we have the Franz. Uh, <laughs> and next month we're going to have the Siegfried, which is going to be a rye IPA. Oh, but all great. of these are German. These are You take an American uh, process of making these IPAs, but you're still doing it with German decoction, uh, German malt. Uh, so you're getting these really uh, bridging the gap between Germany and America. I told them before we, we have to we have to make a trip the, the down there right and now? check that out. They're asking about like what's coming I'm, up. I'm in the, definitely going in the back future. to Germany soon. Uh, right now, you know, we, we do our traditionals, the Kölsch right now in the tank. You, you got to do the German beers. Like we just had our Pilsner come off. It sold like hotcakes. We couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. The Kölsch will replace it. Um, but like, what the fun thing is, is doing the weird, weird random IPAs, but keeping it 80% German, right? Like, uh, trying to get Americans interested in the German version of IPAs, because we're doing it now. The Germans are putting IPAs on the market. So, so now, if anybody wants to check out your beer, where can they find you? We're at 265 Bowery. So we're on Houston and Bowery. So there's a Whole Foods there, a YMCA, and Polaner. Yes. This is Polaner NYC. It's the only one in North or South America. There's That's about fantastic. 40 of them in the world, uh, most of them in Asia. I think there's four in Moscow. Wow. <laughs> We're talking about a drinking culture. Oh, okay. I was actually drinking Palano while I was watching the Champions League last week. Oh, boy. Wunderbar. Yeah. Wunderbar. I mean, it, it was a shitty Champions League final, but it was, was good beer. I was going to say, did it, didn't... Um Real Madrid just kicked the living shit. We're not going to talk about this. It, it was close for a half, and then they kicked the shit out of them in the second half. Not even close after that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I have to I have to throw in, when I was in Europe, I, uh, I, I did scratch off a bucket list. I did go to Stamford Bridge. I saw Chelsea's last game in the trophy presentation. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. I saw some pictures and video. That was pretty cool. It was good shit. Yeah. It was good shit. And my friends, they were telling me next time we, I come back, they want to get tickets. To, they want to go with me to go see Eintracht Frankfurt play in the Bundesliga. Uh-oh, the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Fantastic. Wait, what's your team again? There you go. Uh, my, my, my team, my overall team is, is Chelsea. My Bundesliga team is Eintracht Frankfurt. All right. I'll take that. <laughs> what's yours? Bayern Munich, right? Come on. Bayern Munich, but the thing is, I also love uh, a Munich team called 1860. 1860, yeah. But they are just completely fucked. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta throw some shade at the chef at Palana. At least it's not Nuremberg. But <laughs> he's a Nuremberg fan. He's a Nuremberger. That's rough. <laughs> great beer, though. By the way, great Franconia. Beer, yes. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Shitty soccer, but great beer. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. Look at him go. Fucking talent. Guy. That, is a, that is talented, right there. Now, what about teeth? You ever open a beer with your teeth? With my teeth? Yeah. Teeth are too expensive, brother. Ah, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah. Damn expensive. Do, do you remember that? I'm 32 chick. years old. Remember the girl at, at your place yeah. that was doing that? Yes. She's I opening with a teeth. I can barely get teeth. my ass out of bed and go to work with all the uh, beer quality assurance I do. And Look at well, it. Beer today, beer tomorrow at Heartland Brewery, Flatiron Hall, drinking exclusive German beer. So this beer here is actually from a village between Munich and in Salzburg. It's from a, a lake called Kimsey, just absolutely beautiful. Um, outside of Rosenheim, as they would say. 
So let's give this one a go, right? Yes, yeah, sir. Let's, let's yeah. do it. I'm excited. I've never had this one before, so I'm excited. <laughs> this is uh, this is a great Thursday afternoon. It's a fantastic Thursday afternoon. I can't complain. It's gonna hand these to you, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I got the shakes. Mine is mine is right here. There you go, fill you that bitch that, up. You got some of that barrel aged barley wine? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. Oh, stop it. The oh, this, so the, these so beers, clean. these Helles beers are, they're, you get your traditional German hops. They generally use like Halatau. Cheers, They'll use Sapir, things like this. <laughs> Queens all Cheers, day, gentlemen. motherfucker. Queens all but day. It's all about the malt. That it is. This is just for playback in your basement. Stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> we actually don't do anything with this. Not at all. You can find us on MyTunes. So yeah. <laughs> and MySpace. <laughs> I like that a lot. The first one was your favorite? This is the first time I've had this, by the way. I love that. Holy shit. This is nice. This is I got nice. another very liter nice. of this back home. Very nice. I've never. This one I've never had before. This but is nice. If, as you guys can see, though, the flavor profile is completely different. Yeah. This oh, one's totally. way lighter. It's with the Augustina Hellas that we had before this. It was a nice, malty, rich taste at the beginning, but then it tapered off into nothing. Right. Really super light. It's, they're both amazing in their own accord. Absolutely. I'm a big fan. Mind you, this, this one brewery, Augustina, it is from 1328. There you go. Jesus Christ. They've been doing this a long, long time. They've been making beer for a while now. Wow. Just a little bit. And it's delicious. And they probably follow the same exact recipe, the same exact steps, everything to a T from well, they, back they, in the day. They've uh, virtually perfected it. And they're very strong with, the, as he was saying before, the Reinheitsgebot, which is the German purity law. Yes. Which essentially is just telling people, as I, I think most of your listeners know, that in beer you can always have you can only have water, malts, and hops. That's it. Of course, yeast is a huge factor in it. Right. But that's also something that they didn't fully understand back then, and they thought a lot of the alcohol had to do with God's intervention. Well, you know, it, it's interesting that you mentioned the, the yeast because. You know, when, when Pilsner is the birth of Pilsner, that, that was just seen as such a revolutionary beer. And wasn't it Joseph Grohl? He was a Bavarian brewer who actually went over there. They, they hired him. And as legend has it, he basically, he, not, not stole, but he snuck in some, like, Munich bottom-fermented yeast that he used in the Pilsner recipe. And, and so it's, it's just kind of an interesting uh, correlation. 100%. But you also have to remember, looking back at this, the way we see land and countries now is not the same way it was before. Because back then, you had Bohemia and Bavaria. Yes. And both of these countries draw their name from the original Celtic tribes that were there, the Bui. Yeah. And they weren't so different then as people would think they are now. Right. But, I mean, that's how the world works. Borders change, people move around. Right. Yeah. It's what it is. But who it was, knows? He's, a, he's absolutely correct. It was a Bavarian monk that snuck it in. He snuck it in, yeah. He, he brought in, because there was a problem in, um, in Pilsen when they were, they were making all these, these ales, and they were just going off. There was a problem. They had to bring in a, a, a master, and the Bavarian brewers at the time 
They were the masters. Yeah. They were. And, it, and that Pilsner, it, it changed. I mean, we were talking about that a few minutes ago. Right. It changed the way people perceive beers because it was so light. It was so refreshing. They, they started to serve it out of glasses, which, which was a little bit different for the time. I mean, it, it changed the way people perceive beer, really. Well, and what, Pilsner to this day is, is one of the most consumed beer styles in the world. Absolutely. And what you'll see is um, the next beer we'll try for me is going to be the Hellas. But when we get to my Pilsner, you'll see that same taste that you get when you're drinking a Czech because I used a load of Saz hops. And Saz are the traditional Pilsner hops. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of varieties you can use to substitute. You can use Sterling hops as well, which are very easy to find in the States, very high quality as well. I was just about to ask you, are, are you getting anything out of state or are a lot of the hops coming from, from here? It depends on the beer, Okay. 100%. Like um, when we do some off-air beers, for example, the IPA you'll have right. is going to be all state malts and hops. And um, I have an IPL on draft right now, too, an India Pale Lager. Right. That's yeah. all state malt, all state hops. Nice. All right. So you have a nice variety of everything. you got to keep it New York. Yeah. That's the way Hell it should yeah. be. And I like I liked the idea of the IPL because I love how smooth lagers can be, but I love the aroma you can get from IPAs. Yeah. So not why not play with both of them? Right. You know, why not bring that together for a fantastic beer? I'm not complaining. Not? All right, we're gonna, we'll, we'll try that one later too. But yeah, no. after we get through. I think we, we've got a while to go. we got a while oh, to go. Time. Hey, we, we turned 21. We're going to go as long as we can. <laughs> as right? long as we can. <laughs> that was Queens Brewery. Yeah. That was the maiden call of Queens. <laughs> I've made that a few times. You guys should both stop by, dude. Absolutely. No, we'd love to. Absolutely, we'd love to. You know, do a little preliminary walkthrough. I would. We would love to do that. I mean, we we could do a little blog. We could, yeah, we could do a little blog, get a little video. I mean, yeah. BT, BT, right. making things happen. Beer today, beer tomorrow. Episode twenty-one. Twenty-one. We're here at Heartland Brewery, Flatiron Hall location. Uh, we just dropped the blog today. Uh, the history of Pilsner. You can check that out at www.beertodaybeertomorrow.com. Oh yeah. Don't forget to follow us on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, Twitter uh, Podbean, iTunes, and uh, right now we're drinking. Uh, we're drinking at Heartland Brewery. We're having a fucking great time doing it. We are. We're drinking at Heartland Brewery. We're having beer straight out of Germany. Yes, so literally like immigration status just flown in. It's okay. They're German. <laughs> I love it. You can still taste. When have the Germans done anything bad? They do everything. Let's not get into that right now. <laughs> you can taste that. Uh, there's no melanoidin malt. It's just the cocktail. Beautiful stuff. Uh, beautiful yeah, man. Noble hops. So, Pete, I mean, you, you, you know, you, you've so had clean. these beers. I've introduced them to you in the past. These styles. Yeah, but this but is how, very how different. But how are you feeling now about about the beers you're trying here today? I think a lot of these are a little treat. bit more flavorful. Thank you very much for sharing. You know, it's it's got it's got a lot of different profiles and twists to them that I'm not really used to. That uh, you know, you know, drinking IPAs all day, it's just you get that burst of hops and the aromas and stuff in one shot. And and, and don't get me wrong, I, I love IPAs, but I mean, you just can't you just can't drink IPAs all the time. No, not at all. And not only that, like what I love about these German beers is that they're very most of them. You know, until you get to the dunkels and the, and, and the smoke beers. But most of the, the uh, traditional German styles, they're very sessionable because the German people, they incorporate beer with a lot of their meals. Right. So sometimes you're seeing beer as low as 4.5%. You could drink that all fucking day. And when yeah. I was over in Germany, when me and Rachel were over there, 
like we, th- there was like with well, my friends, not so much my family, but my friends, it was beer every meal. Right. Every meal we were out there, we stopped for a snack. But now, but now beer, we, beer, we, beer. That's we, it. When you were eating, like, was it so like overpowering that it was like giving you the no, itis? Or no, no, you know, these beers are light. They're crisp. They're refreshing. See, they're done well. I think we need more of this in our lives when we go out and we do shit and we go. How many times have we gone out and eaten? And then fucking drank, and well, we're at, like done. Right. As after. much as I love IPAs and double IPAs, any of the of the hottest brewers in New York, anybody anywhere, they'll tell you, you know, when you're out, you can't do too many of those. Right. You can appreciate the flavor spectrum. You're like, these are damn good beers, but you can't. You, yeah, you're after two, beers. yes, excellent. After two, you can't. You can't fuck with it anymore. You're gonna be too fucked up. Tell them no. I don't want beer. I'm done. I'm wasted. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. I'm okay. But that's why that's why I love to, to to diversify, try different beers, and that's what's so amazing about beers to me. The flavor spectrum, it's on par with wine. Right. People look at wine as these diverse flavor selections. Right. We talked about this a lot. We have. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to kill a dead horse. We always talk about how beer is community, but beer is community. Right. Yeah. There's no question people. about it. I mean, you look around this room right now, and you could pretty much put a stamp on that statement. I mean, look at all these people. What are they doing here? They're drinking some fine-ass fucking beers. Yes, they are. And this place is getting more and more packed as as we're going. He wasn't kidding. He's not kidding at all. Yeah. You know, I mean, what's today? Thursday? So... Well, you know, in the city, Thursday's kind of a party night. Thursday's a party night in a lot of places, you know. Especially uh, college. College, definitely. uh, Good times all around. I love the hat, by the way. Yeah, the hat is looking good, man. This is the 17th hat I've purchased off Amazon.com because every time I wear this shit... <laughs> Some random steals it, or I leave it on the train. Or <laughs> I love Amazon.com. I'm, I am a big fan. I'm a Prime member only, so I could get more Bavarian-styled hats. I'm my- a Prime member, and the hat I'm wearing right now is from Amazon Prime. I'm wearing this. Um, so at Polana, every year we do a night. It's called Nach der Tracht. So Tracht is fancy dress. So yes. uh, Mr. Belena and I are in our Tracht. You are fancily dressed at fancily, the moment, so sir. It's a Tracht hat, right? Yes, love it. Love it. I still can't believe that they're dressed in lederhosen. They're dressed in lederhosen. I love it. And just to reference my hat, my hat is the it's the Germany four-star hat representing the number of World Cups they've won. And on the oh, other sick. side is the European Championships that they've won. Killing it. Deutschland. All day, kid. Oh. Fantastic. Hey, may I interest you gentlemen in some fine German snuff? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What do you got in there? Snuff. Snuff. Uh, it's snuff. It's inhalable tobacco. Oh, okay. I thought it was inhalable something else. No, no let's, let's do that. <laughs> oh, no. This is, this is the, the non-tobacco version. It's uh, grape sugar. Holy oh, shit. Oh, my God. That does not look like sugar. That does not look... <laughs> no, it looks like can, uh, no sugar. Yes. Which it yes. is, technically. Oh, my Literally. God. Okay. Beer today, beer tomorrow. Getting on the no sugar. <laughs> this just went... Completely in another direction. It's German. It's okay. Okay, yeah, all right, that's fine. Wow, that's inhalable. That is inhalable. Wow. Wow, that. Wow. Wow. That definitely does not look like a legal. I'm, I'm okay on that. You're gonna, of course I'm, you I'm are. I'm gonna fucking try it. Of I don't even know how it are. works. There you go. Thank you, sir. So, have you ever done cocaine in your life? Never in my life before. Okay. How is that? It's like herbally and tingly in my nose. Yeah? Yeah. You should try it, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one, one more line will thrill you, right? Wow. And this is, um, dieses Tabaker Zungnis kann ihre Gesundheit 
Schadigen und macht Abhangi. I think it just says, like, if you do this, it'll fuck you up. Wow. Yeah, if you put this in your nose, you will die. All right, so on that note, I'm not going to do it. Oh, I'd rather just so inhale. Tobacco. This is very popular in Germany. When, uh, when I was around Munich, I saw these people do this. I go, what the? Are they, what Everyone's is going just on? just doing coke on the streets, just walking well, around. Well, powdered tobacco. It's powdered tobacco. It's everyone brown. smokes so much cigarette in Europe. Right. This is where you could be in like a soccer game or out at a beer it's, hall. It, instead of walking away and smoking a cigarette, you just. You get your inhalable tobacco. So it's very popular there and it's All widespread. Right, I, I think, I think you got to try it. Oh, training wheels. You could try the sugar version first. No, no, no. Try I, both. I don't need training wheels. <laughs> <laughs> How does this work, though? You open the lid. Open the lid. Oh, that, that might work. And then just sprinkle it on your... Oh, there I, you go. No, no, don't take pictures. Doing a bump with the boys. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's more than a bump. Oh, my God. It's a German bump. It's brown. You didn't take a picture of this, did you? I did. No. Do it, Pete. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's I, not bad. You ever put, like, Vicks Vapor Rub in your nose? It's like Vicks Vapor Rub. And, and, and it up crammed it up really high with a pine tree. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. Holy shit. That just woke wow. me the fuck up. That's pretty good stuff. Not oh bad. Oh, God. I feel like I'm doing so many things. Di disclaimer, this is not cocaine. Yeah. Let's let people know that. Yet. If my job is listening, I swear to God, I'll pass a drug test. I've never done that before. That was interesting. It's definitely very piney and herbally, you know, interesting. It's like, yeah, that there's the, I mean, just like American novelty with their tobacco. Uh, there's so many different flavors and experiences. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it. I kind of like it, too. Yeah. Oh, whenever shit. I do beer festivals and I'm all dressed up in the truck like this, uh, I always obviously carry it and offer everyone with their beer sample a hit of... <laughs> That's fantastic. That's what a way to sell it. So now this is something similar? It's the uh, same thing, but grape sugar instead of tobacco. Grape sugar. Grape, grape sugar. sugar. So it's sugar. May I? Please. Jesus Christ. Treat it the same as you did the other. It's oh, just man. not tobacco. It's not tobacco. So this has a bigger opening. I'm just going to try to like... Yeah. <laughs> if a cop walked by right now... <laughs> yeah, that... This looks really bad. This looks like as, cocaine. As you're yes. sitting by the window. It's grape sugar, but it looks God. like straight up. And I just lost a little. I Hang think on. customers are looking at us like... That's all I need. Thank you. Dude. It's actually wow. very refreshing, right? That wow. is even more minty and more herbally than the last one was. Here you go, Make sir. Sure Thank you. wipe your nose. You yeah. are in New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm already like, I'm ready to go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that's actually not bad. That's really nice. What's the point of inhaling sugar, by the way? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have to say, it's the best weight I've ever, I've ever consumed sugar. Ever. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Take pictures right now. Hang on. Right now. Hang on, sir. Greg I cannot, I cannot So Greg, Greg just busted out a lot of beer. Holy So what do you call these things again? Now this is Esos Deutsches. We call this the Moss glass. This is one liter of beer. The way uh, the beer guys intended it. All right. That's a lot of fucking beer. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Wow. Because a beer like this is only meant to be drank. Heavily. Wow, this is this is yeah. tasty. Yes. Ross. Hey, hold it. The, the, the Germans will correct you in Munich. You hold <laughs> it like shit. this. Uh oh. Rost. 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 Whatever they just said. I'm gonna learn German by the end of this. 
I'll tell you, here's, here's a little Bavarian for you. You would say, Prost auf das der Zipfi net verrost. It literally means, cheers, may our penises never go rusty. <laughs> you missed this segment of We've the got show. Wonderful back. words. Yeah, we, oh, we, we, did, we did a little bit of that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to do a little bit right now. This sounds so bad in so many different ways. It's German. It's okay. I know. You keep saying that. Men. Jesus oh, fucking man. Christ. Good times. All right, gentlemen. So this beer here, it's going to be very malty. Yes, I can tell. So in this one, I got two different types of hops. I got Halletau, Middle Fruit, and Saphir. And then I use three different types of malts. So cheers. Yes. Prost. Don't drink this time, no. Which one is this? The malt forward. It's Hellas. Beautiful. We love ourselves some Hellas. I was going to say, this is not a Pilsner. This is a beautiful Hellas. Delightful. Nice. I could drink this you all day long. It's delicious. No. No decoction. You use melanoidin malton? So what we did with this. What was that last question? I couldn't hear you. I, I, got, I got a tobacco rush right now outside of my So I, I can most people come to me and argue with me, uh, oh yeah, decoction machine is total bullshit. It doesn't do anything to Well, I say you are a fool. If you think that, decoction mesh gives you such a profile, such character to your beer. Uh, it's a different fingerprint, right? So if German brewers don't use the decoction method, some brew kettles, you can't do that. Right. What do you do? You use melanoidine malt, right? It gives you that flavor without having to actually boil your mash. That's so interesting. Wow. Melanoidine is what you're getting from boiling your mash. It's it like uh, the chemical flavoring is like uh, sourdough bread crust. Right? Oh, right. So uh, bread, now you're up my alley. Uh, very multi. So if you don't do a decoction, a lot of brewers, American brewers, uh, use melanoidine malt. It gives you the same, but it's different. Same right. or different, right? I, I got to say, this, I, I could drink this all day. That's the point of a good Munich Hellas. That's right. You need right. to be able to drink 10 or 20 of them out at the tent. Yes, underneath the tent. Yes, absolutely. Tonight. And your little brewmaster still needs the function. So, so this beer, guys, <laughs> with the taste it is, you, sorry, you'll wait, notice uh, you get that. German brewmasters, we uh, we call your, your member your little whatever your career is. So your little podcaster, right? <laughs> or your yes. little That's us. I my younger, man. I got the same exact one. Huh. So Greg, so give us a little bit more insight to this beer. This is very nice, by the way. So very nice. So what I use with this one do, is I drink use, this all day. Um, I use Pills malts. I use uh, Carahel, and then I use Vienna malt. You know that it's going to be darker because of that. Yes. It's not as light as a traditional, but that's because I was adamant about the Carahel. It's and also Vienna. not sweet though. No, not sweet. It's malty. It's that's beautiful. I try. I wanted a malty beer. Right. It's a that's unique take on it, and it's very good. And the thing, too, though, is um, this is for people who know what they're getting into. Right. Um, if you wanted just a regular lager, I would get the Pilsner that we'll try next. This is a beer completely focused on the malt. That's also why as I a, use... As a hella should be. That's what it is. That's also why I use Halletau Middle Fruit, which is the original Halletau hop. Right. Like, that's the original. And then I use Safir, which is another classic Munich Bavarian malt. Uh, I mean, hop, excuse me. So, they're subtle. They're not going to have this tobacco in my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Just sniff it out. It's okay. Now, is this how you serve it in the brewery? In this? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. We, we do it in liter and half liter. That's it. It's oh, traditional German style. That's beautiful. I'm, I'm, I went to this one next because we just tried those other Hellas. But my, my pride and joy is the Hefeweizen. 
I love Hefeweizen. I worked really hard at this to create it, so once we're done with these, maybe I'll get us some food or something. I don't know. <laughs> balance, my friend, balance. Hey, that, that's what editing is for. We're good. We'll bring right. it on, man, whatever you need. But this is nice. This is really nice. This is beautiful. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of uh, food, you guys offer food here. Yeah, we've got great assortment of food. Okay. Great right. apps, great dishes. My favorite one here is actually the Reuben. I was here okay. a few months ago not knowing that this was part of your restaurant group. And uh, I looked at the menu, I saw the beer, and I saw beer made by XYZ. I'm like, oh, I know that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the, the warm giant pretzel is amazing. It's weird that we don't have one right now. It's weird. That's, that's a traditional German like like I'm music. Gonna, I'm gonna yeah, order yeah. it. Can, can right we get? Now. Yeah, why, it's I feel huge. sad. It's, it's fucking huge. What do we say? Uh, Auf Deutsch, please. Uh, can you can you uh, translate? There's a uh, Bavarian phrase that like the, the pretzel is the sister of the beer. It's a very famous Bavarian Auf Deutsch? phrase. Auf Deutsch, Auf Deutsch, bitte. I've never heard that, but you could say um. Brezen is Bavarian for pretzel. Yep. Brezen is the Schwester von Bier. But Something like what, that. What he's saying, that's a literal translation. Right. There's a phrase that I know that it was peppered around all my uh, German beer hall days growing up. But I, I also know this other phrase that we use in the beer gardens all the time, and it refers to a man that peels the salt off of the pretzel as ah. <laughs> being effeminate. And you would say, um, Salt's from the Brezen Brüsseler. And this, this means you're not even a man. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's the guy sitting at the beer garden who's just taking the salt off Sucking of Sucking the grease off his pizza with a napkin. Oh, God. It's, what it's a same schmuck. Principle. Same principle. But they also have another fantastic saying along those lines. And it's referring to a man as a, a bomb douche, Which literally means a warm showerer. And they're saying that you're such not a man that you can only take warm showers. Because wow. a real man would take a cold, take a cold shower. Oh, yeah. That being said, I'd take cold showers. <laughs> <laughs> Drink to that. Yeah. Is it bad that I like warm showers? I like warm showers, too. I didn't want to say anything while he was on the air. But, uh, you know, I, I was think actually... we're spoiled Americans. We're Don't worry, the Americans. card coming to take your testicles on its way up the street. <laughs> I was actually in Long Island uh, this past weekend... I was at a Bavarian, it was the 43rd uh, annual Long Island Bavarian Fest at Plattdeutsch. Oh, I love Plattdeutsch. Plattdeutsch is awesome. They have a shooting range in the basement. They have a shooting range in the fucking basement. (laughs) That's right. And they have, they combine shooting, beer, and children activities all together. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought growing up in Missouri was totally fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to Long Island. And you know what's funny? funny? Their entire lineup was all German beers, and out of nowhere, there was a beer from Greenpoint Brewery. No. Really? Yeah, they had one... One non-German beer on tap, and it was a, ro- a rotating seasonal Greenpoint brew. That's really cool. It is. I like. Re- I didn't drink it there. I like Greenpoint brew, but I stuck with the German beers. But it was a good time. The kids enjoyed it. My wife enjoyed it. I had like five, six beers there. It was a fun I fucking time. I lived in Long Island for about six months. Yeah, where? I'm glad uh, you got out. Kimstead by Hofstra, right? Oh, yeah, shit. So Fast Deutsch is, is right, right there. there, where I would go. It's like an Elmont almost, sort yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, it was just a hop, skip, and a jump. And uh, I was a member of the German club, and I went and shot the little twenty-two rifles down the basement. Wow. It's part of it. That is um, so fucking cool. Yeah, they, they basically... It was wild. I felt like I was back in Missouri. It was like home away from home. Yeah, they, they have... And right, right when you get into the shooting range, right before it, they have all these, these uh, decorative plaques on the wall. And one of them is a ship, and it says... In English on the top and German on the bottom, it's like 300 years of Germans in America. 
Wow. So there's a lot of history in that place. That's so cool. And it's a dope place. They have rooftop seating there. Do they really? They have, it's a beer hall with rooftop seating. Big place? Huh? Big place? Big place. Yeah? Big place. Big. Yeah, very big. Outdoor giant uh, festival grounds. Wow. It was dope. I, I had a great time there. Ah, that's it. I had a really good time. Two pretzels there. coming, guys. Oh, you're the man. Thank nice. you. We now keep all this we need is shots of schnapps, and that, that's oh, it. Yeah, that's all we need. That's all we need. Uh, so when you guys go to beer gardens in Munich, this is actually all you get. You just get a liter. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it. it. This is what they pour. You, you don't go there for a half liter. People will look at you funny. And, and in the fest, they do that competition where I believe it's a liter. you got to hold it up. That's what he was saying. He said he won the contest like that. For just yeah, holding you, it up. you gotta hold it up. That Whoever holds it up the longest wins. That, that shit is hard. Queen's Brewery, he's a bear. He's not even a human being. No. <laughs> no. I feel like he just shaved his face. <laughs> like, he's more Sasquatch than human. His forehead and his nose. You also have to understand in German uh, waiter serving culture, it's not like America where you get tips. Uh, so they get really pissed off if you order a small one because it's like, then I gotta fucking watch you. I gotta go feed, feed you more beer. Order a big one so I can ignore you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I completely had forgotten that. And when I went to, 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 especially Germany, you don't tip. Nope. You don't tip. What? So uh, it, uh, people in Munich, in Bavaria, are much more friendly. But if you go up to Berlin and you order a small, like you will get yelled at by the owner. Like, get the hell out of here! You're no driving me crazy. Shit. Look, that's funny. I was I got a shout out in this tiny village. So my some of my on my mom's side, my family comes from this. Well, they moved to this tiny village called Bellings in the town of Hessen, 45 minutes outside of Frankfurt. Yeah. And there's only it's a small small place. There's only one uh, pub there. It's called the Weisse Tauber, the White Dove. And I, you know, I was wasted there. I had a few beers, uh, maybe more than a few. And I was like, you know what? I want to leave a tip. And the, and the owner was like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. And I left, I left a tip, and it was it wasn't even that much, but it was it's just so interesting how different it is. Like, you don't leave tips there, and here it's like, if you don't leave enough of a tip, they give you dirty looks and That's shit. Right. You know what I mean? No, you get a dirty look if you don't get a leader because they have to come like watch and monitor you more. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. So you don't have to tip. No, America's so, the no, only. You shouldn't tip. Oh, I love this. They don't you want shouldn't. you to tip. No. I try to tip, and then I try to tip like eight euros, which is maybe like what, like fifteen dollars, maybe, maybe less. Right. And the owner was like, "No, nah, don't do that." She's, she's, and I knew her when I was a little kid. She's like, "Please don't do it." And I was like, "Look, I'll bring a little bit of you guys. You know, brought me back to Germany. I'll bring a little bit of America there. I got to do it." In the back of my head, I'm like, "No, like, like, Pete's gonna bitch if I don't." <laughs> I finally got into your fucking head. I can't believe we were just ripping snuff to back, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh How well, are you feeling? I, I mean, if you want to grow a vagina, you can have the uh, grape sugar. No, I'm not. I'm not a ponce. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a little funny. I I'm feel right. funny. <laughs> I, oh, shit, I forgot. I laced a bunch of LSD in oh, that. Oh, my God. Excellent. This is going to be a great show. <laughs> Holy shit, imagine. Happy 21st. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll never forget this day. Cheers. Yeah, neither will your wife and kids, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I said I was going to make it home tonight. Right. And make it to work tomorrow. I don't know if either that's happening. Yeah, thank God I'm on a mid-shift. I mean, I mean <laughs> <laughs> He should braid that. He should braid it, If he yeah. braids that... And he should start singing with Bone Thugs and Harmony. He'd look oh. like a Viking warrior Chewbacca. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what an episode. 
Hey, look, we're turning 21. You got to do it big, right? Dude, speaking yeah, of doing I it big. No better way than hang out with a bunch of German brewers. Yes, and Jesus I love Christ. it. This turned into something completely different than I thought it was going to be. I, I'm, I was so excited about this. I was even telling you before. Yeah. I was really excited about this particular episode, and I was just like, we got a lot going on. 21st episode, release the blog. Greg's a really good guy. We really connected with him when we were on the last show. I mean... He seemed like a cool dude, and here we are, and we're just pounding German brews, yeah. fresh off my trip well, get from Europe. Set of Lederhosen and do it proper with us. I'm oh gonna fucking get Lederhosen. Honestly, I wish I would have known, and I would have fucking come prepared. Oh, two days ago, night. I'm on the train home, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you want to go drink some German beers from Germany and uh, hang out in Lederhosen with me?" Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. We should all came in the fucking Lederhosen. That's what I'm saying. If I would have known that, that was the whole attire. Have our own knockdown truck. Yes. Exactly. Nice and fancy dress. Fancy I'm going to be speaking German by the end of this. You fucking I? better. You <laughs> fucking well, better. You drink more, the German flows naturally. Yeah. German just comes out of you. So, I, I mean, I have to, uh, as a German brewer and as a German national here, um, coming into New York, um, I left Missouri. I was making good German beer and also other varieties like soccer mom beers, like pumpkin beer, right? Right. So you, you made a variety. I had uh, I didn't have the limits of Ryan Heiskeboth while I was in Missouri brewing. But here, uh, with strictly Bavarian concept, strictly Ryan Heiskeboth, and I think it's wonderful and great. Um, but I found coming to New York, it might not be the place where people actually give a shit about right. good German beer. Gentlemen. Uh, and I'm being proven wrong. Uh, there is an actual... Holy shit. Uh, yeah, the pretzels. Holy shit. Sorry to interrupt, but they just brought over massive fucking pretzels. Yeah, and if you German wipe the style. salt off, you're a coward, right? Wow. Don't wipe the salt off, Pete. Hell no. Look at that. Thing. Massive German pretzels arriving now. Hold that up. There you go. On the windowsill or... We'll find a whole thing. Come on in, baby. Beer today, beer tomorrow. <laughs> That's how the fuck we do, baby. That's how the fuck we do. Wow. That thing is enormous. <laughs> That's what she said. Hi-oh. Hi Cheers. 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 Cheers